Ito ang Ice Garden. Hello everybody and welcome to another episode of Top Shelf where we keep the hot takes and the hard liquor. I'm Hannah Beavis here with your co-host Michelle J. Michelle, how are you doing? I am doing good. How are you? I feel like my voice just cracked. A little bit. Yeah, it's fun. You you haven't hiccuped yet, so that's good. I know, I did like kind of burp while we were (laughs) prepping. That's a new one. Yeah, or I like hiccup burped. I don't know. It sounded like a hiccup. It felt weird on the inside. Well, I'm doing good. It's kind of cold. Have you had snow yet? Um, it's like we talked about this. It's like snowed, but it's not stuck. Mm. Which it did again on Sunday here or Saturday, Sunday because it yeah. was a game night. I was in Boston on Sunday for a hot minute to see some friends, and when I was driving, it started to snow, and I was like, "Oh boy!" Yeah, yeah. But, it was. I was in the city. Because, like, I don't live, like, in the city, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, we are, so we were, like, I guess, I guess we were downtown is the better way to put that. <laughs> um, doing a bunch of stuff, and it was snowing, kind of. It was just cold and windy. Yeah, same here. I would hoped it was going to be, like, nice and, I mean, not nice, but, like, enjoyable to be outside weather because we had like a bunch of stuff to do downtown mm-hmm. and like we were going to just spend the afternoon and then it was so cold that we just like did what we had to like stopped in one extra store had lunch and then went back home yeah which was kind of annoying i was like i don't have hockey <laughs> and then I was like, but it's gonna be cold it's like ugh, please stop um, who are you toasting tonight? I am toasting Kelsey Newman. Uh, this, uh, on Sunday, she got her first full 60-minute NWHL win. First complete game win? I don't know the right way to say that. Um, she's like, she's, so far this season, she's credited with two wins. Um, one from October 20th. When she started against the Whale, uh, but according to um, the article about Newman being the player of the week, she left that game with an injury. Uh, And then this Sunday against the Whale again, she got her first complete game victory. Uh, You know, Kelsey's had like quite the quite the journey. She's been constantly. She was, I guess, at the beginning stages of her career with the Buttes. She was a third line goaltender behind. Mm-hmm. Um, some really, really strong goaltenders. And so to see her really get a shot this season has been great, especially since last season she didn't make the Buttes. Yeah. Um, I guess when you have uh, Shannon Zaudos, Nicole Hensley, and then Julie DeTondo made the team over Kelsey. Um, so to see her come back and, and get this first complete game win was, was really cool. And so I just wanted to cheers her. Yeah. Big cheers to her. And especially like Zabados and Hensley and then, like prior, it was Brianne McLaughlin, who's been a USA team goaltender, and Levier, who's now with the Whitecaps and has an Isabel Cup. Like, so she's just kind of been 
like really stuck behind some really good net miners. So it was cool to see her get that win. Yeah. Did I, well, yeah, no, Kelsey has an Isabel cup with the Buttes from the second season. Right. She was behind she, Bree and Amanda. Yeah, but didn't I'm like not getting really regular playing mm, time. Yes, yes. Whereas like when when Levier left, like she became the starting goaltender for the Whitecaps. So like even though she was behind McLaughlin, she is a starter too. Yeah. Okay. I think so. I'm pretty putting down. I think of all the teams to go to as a goalie, Buffalo is probably the toughest one to get some ice time. Yeah. Yeah, they had a really really good. I mean, they still do, but they just kept getting like top tier goaltending. Yeah. Who are you toasting this week? I'm toasting McKenna Brand, who set an NWHL record this last past week, scoring two goals in 13 seconds um, in the second period of the Boston's um, Boston Pride's win. They're still undefeated, FYI, NBD. Um, the previous record was Gigi Marvin with 19 seconds, I think. I think it's 22. 22. Also with the Pride. Um so I wanted to toast her because that is damn impressive. That's crazy. I wonder what the record for shortest time between goals scored is in hockey. I, th- I think in the AHL, I think it's like three seconds because we had like a, a couple guys score goals, like I think five or six seconds apart. And I went and looked it up and I'm pretty sure it's three. I don't know if that's. How do you even do that? I don't know. Like you win, you have to win the face off and basically like have nobody in front of you. An empty net? Or- I wonder if that's what it was. I wonder if it is an empty net. But I feel like that shouldn't count. Like <laughs> The technicality. Know, because you just have to win the face off and then just like shoot it generally straight. Yeah. But like to win the face off and make the play and then score within, what was it, 13 seconds? Yeah. It's nuts. Yeah. For the same player to do it in that short of a time span with a goalie in that, like, the odds are just stacked against you. And people in front of her. Right, yeah. And the other, like, nine people on the ice. Well, five people on the ice. Four people are trying to help you. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, you still have to skate around them and, like, yeah, yeah, deal yeah. with the fact that they're out there. They're still yeah, you still they're gotta, still like, make sure you can get to the net. Obstacles um, in your way. Yeah, so cheers to McKenna Brand for... A feat of athletic accomplishment that many of us will never even come close to achieving. Uh, cheers to her for sure. I found it funny that um, she scored in less than or scored two goals in thirteen seconds, but also scored a hat trick in less than thirteen minutes. In where? A hat trick in less than thirteen minutes. In what league? I missed the beginning of part of your sentence. Oh, the NWHL, like a few weeks mm. ago. Damn. Must really players like number thirteen. That's so. Then, if we're so, if the hat trick was in thirteen minutes, and this was thirteen seconds, then are we going to get like maybe score a goal point one three seconds into a period? If we're just <laughs> doing with that like numerology going down, yeah, um, I, it might be easier to go up. I mean, easier, yes, but like more. It that's not as fun. True. How do you go up after 13? A goal every... I'm thinking like 103 or 113 something. I mean, she already has nine goals and she has 15 points. 
in the playoffs, somebody will score score an overtime goal in the 113th minute. <laughs> and quote me on that. It is November 19th, 2019. <laughs> I'm calling it now. Oh, she even has like. Oh. I was hoping she had 1.3 points per game. Oh, that would have been so good. 1.9. <laughs> ah, which is kind of nuts. We need you to stop scoring like just a little bit so this will even out. Thanks. That's wild. 1.9 points a game. That's nuts. She has 15 points. No Nine wonder the pride. And six assists. Damn. That's crazy. Yeah. yeah. You want to jump into the episode? Yeah. So this week, Michelle and I are talking about women's hockey movies. Um, if you have not seen over on the Ice Garden, Michelle did a, like, a rate and review of eight women's hockey movies or like movies that include women's hockey players in them. Mm-hmm. Um, which as you kind of explained to us how you like chose these, we'll kind of talk about what the criteria was for these. Um, and then rated them from worst to best. Michelle, do you want to talk a little bit about like why you wanted to write this article? Yeah. Um, so I don't really know how I got on this idea. I think somebody was talking about like movies, hockey movies, and then I started to look for movies that were specifically about women's hockey. Um, and there's uh, not a lot, um, as shocked. I found. Uh, I found, I mean, even like, even my criteria was a little loose, even uh, mm-hmm. to get to eight. And I just felt like eight was like a decent number. Because um, if I had just done movies that were solely about women's hockey, um, I think I would have had two and a half, <laughs> Oof. which is rough. Yeah. And one, like that half is actually about like figure skating kind of, mm-hmm. um, which like, yeah, that's not, not, not great. Not great, fam. Not great. <laughs> uh, and I don't know there's just so many so many like lists and like power rankings of like mo- hockey movies and they're all the same it's like Goon, Slapshot, Miracle blah 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 but like none yeah. of them ever feature women's hockey mm-hmm. um, and so like I kind of got on that and then also the whole idea that like one of the big mantras in women's hockey and I, this is also actually how I start both articles one of the big mantras is that like if you can see it she, if she can see it she can be it Mm-hmm. But, like, that should also extend to pop culture. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah. It also started as, like, an off-season thing to do. <laughs> and then I realized it was going to take me a lot longer than I wanted it to. Um, so it turned into an in-season thing. Uh, but it was fun. You watched one with me. I did. Um, Alini watched one with me. I didn't watch... One of them. And I'm very upset about it. I just, yeah, I couldn't, mm, didn't really feel like the emotional impact. Or the emotional, Before we go any. F- the emotion, yeah. the, I didn't feel like emotion. <laughs> That's a big mood. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and thankfully, like a couple of them were like made for TV movies. So they were like maybe 75 minutes long. Mm. Because let me tell you, some of them are rough to sit through. (laughs) Yeah, I was reading through your reviews today. And I think one of them was, 
okay, you have to sit through the first 70 minutes, but the last 10 to 15 make up for it. And I'm like, oh, God. Yeah. Yeah. Um, before we go any further, do you want to give us a, a rundown of what movies you watched? Uh, yeah. So I watched all three Muddy Ducks movies. Um, you watched the first one with me since you had apparently never seen them. I did. I'd never seen... I've never seen one, two, or three. I've seen part. I had seen parts of one, but never the whole movie. So now you've um, seen all of one. So now I've seen all of one. Yes. Um, so I watched that. I watched uh, the Disney Channel original movie. Go figure. I watched. Uh, I was supposed to watch Inside Out, but I didn't. Rude. Um, I watched a Korean film called Take Off Two. Uh, a made-for-TV Canadian movie, and a, uh, yeah, a made-for-TV Canadian movie called Hockey Mom, mm. uh, and another made-for-TV Canadian movie called Hockey Night. And I think that's all eight. Okay, because it was all three Mighty. Yes, all three Mighty Ducks. Those were counted as separate movies. Yes, they were each counted as separate movies, but I graded them as one because it all turned out they had the same grade. <laughs> uh, it also you... just made it easier to write it that way. <coughs> uh, sorry. Um, how did you grade them? Like, how did you use this ranking system? It was it definitely uh, evolved as I was as I was going. Because <laughs> um, I started this and I had no fucking clue what I was doing. I am not a movie reviewer, mm. uh, and so I kind of. One of the big things for me was like, how is girls or women's hockey represented in the movie? Um, is it a joke? Is it a, like, is it the butt of the joke? Or is it like the plot mm -hmm. line? How relevant is it to the story? Um, how much prominence are the girls or the women given? And uh, do I want to watch this movie ever again in my life? <laughs> also played into it. At one point I thought about like creating a like, like, making it more official rather than just like arbitrarily assigning them grades which I ended up changing kind of like as I went along too mm. um, I pretty much knew like where each movie was gonna fall after a while but it was just trying to, to like grade them against each other in those categories mm -hmm. um, it was also hard though too because like they were v just all so different in terms mm. of like the audience they were created for that it made grading them a little hard like, Go Figure is a Disney Channel original movie. It was literally made just to be shown on the Disney Channel to, like, I don't know, like... Children. Yeah. And let me tell you, it did not hold up as well as I wanted it to. The main character no. was, drove me nuts. She was so annoying. And I think it might have been because she was a terrible actress. Mm. And, like, that's the kind of stuff that you don't realize when you're, like, 10. Yeah, yeah. But at, like, 28, you're just... It just drove me nuts. Um, yeah. Because that's a movie I remember watching growing up before. I'm like, I didn't grow up as a hockey fan. I remember seeing that before I knew, like, what the NHL or hockey was. Yeah. Um, I also looked at, like, a little bit of how realistic the hockey in the movie was, especially the hockey scenes. Uh, but that wasn't as big of a part, but it was just something I paid attention to. I did really appreciate that when I was reading the reviews, because I think sometimes with, like, sports movies or, like, any kind of movie where, like, something skilled or technical like that is featured it's easy to kind of like just pretend and like 
not pay as much attention to the quality of the acting. So I did appreciate that that was included. Yeah. Oh, and some of these had some pretty terrible hockey scenes and some <sighs> of them. I mean, like, the Mighty Ducks, the whole series is kind of like, it's a family movie and the hockey scenes are meant to be comedic. Mm-hmm. But even still, it was, like, a little annoying when, like, things that definitely couldn't happen do. Yeah. Like, at one point, I mean, I guess that's a little... I tried to avoid spoilers in the whole thing, but, like, at one point in one of the Mighty Ducks, like, the goalie is suddenly one of the skaters, and there wasn't, like, a period change or anything. They just, like, did it during a timeout. That's not how that works. Yeah, right? And, like... It was little things like that that kind of irked me about that mo- those movies, even though they are, like, such a favorite for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, do you want to jump into how you ranked them? Yeah. Um, do you want me to start at the bottom or the top? I, I think we should start at the bottom and work our way up. Well, that works, because the Mighty Ducks movies were at the bottom. <laughs> <laughs> which kind of surprised me that like one of them didn't crack the top four because like it is that's a movie where I think it, of the ones that were on this list that probably does show up in a lot of like here are the top hockey movies because it's like a classic quote unquote yeah you just like the two female or the two or three female players that are in the movies aren't ever given like any sort of prominence I mean I think it's it's D2. Um, yeah, so in D2, that's the first time we meet Julie the Cat Gaffney, who I think is probably the most well-known mm-hmm. female hockey player in pop culture. Um, and, like, she's she's touted as this newcomer to... So D2 is about Team US, um, the Mighty Ducks becoming, quote-unquote, Team USA to play in the Junior Goodwill Games. Um, I say it, I, I wrote in the recap, or in the... Um, Power Rankings article. Think Junior Olympics, but for whatever reason, the vast, the vast majority of the team are a bunch of kids from Minnesota who could barely play a few years ago. I was going to bring that quote up because I was like, we already have a big gaping plot hole yeah. right here. Most of the Mighty Ducks series are big, giant gaping plot holes. <laughs> but so Julie Julie Gaffney is like one of the, the people from, one of the players from around the nation that are brought in and she's a goaltender. She's from Maine. However, she's like sub- made to back up Goldberg, the kind of doofy goaltender that they've always had. The kid that they had to tie to the net in yeah, the first movie to, to, to be a goalie. To goaltender. Uh, she's like, and there's even a scene in the movie where she's like, I didn't leave my home to play for Team USA to sit on the bench. Mm-hmm. And like, the whole thing is that she's got a fast glove hand. Oh, is that why she's called the cat? Yeah. And then, like, that comes into play at the end of the movie, but it, because Julie was such a poorly developed character, all of her scenes and her coming in at the end of the game, at the end of the movie, spoiler alert, sorry, uh, makes no sense. <sighs> like, you don't feel any emotional investment to, like, Julie coming in to save the game. Mm-hmm. Because we weren't given any storyline with her. Yeah. Um, and there's another girl on the team, Connie... Um, who has been there in all three seasons, and she's just kind of, like, in the background the whole time. They were just like, oh, we should probably put a girl on the team and, like, named her Connie and, like, stuck her out there. Do you know what the Bechdel test is? Yes. It's two females talking 
about not a guy. Does does this movie talk uh, past the Bicycle test? Does Julie and Connie ever interact? Mm-mm. No, I can't. I can't imagine they would, because based on your reviews, it sounds like Connie is basically just like there yeah. to be another person. Yeah, she is. I mean, yeah, yeah. In the second movie, they do show her scoring a few times, and they do cut to a girl in the in the in the stands after they show her. Mm-hmm. But then in the third movie, she's like non-existent again. Mm-hmm. And this is Most something I also stressed in the reviews: is that like the girls were never the butts of the jokes in any of these movies, mm-hmm. which I thought was important too. You know, they were never like girls can't play hockey, like you can't play with us, blah 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 blah. Mm-hmm. And I feel like in a movie like The Mighty Ducks, which feels a little bit kind of like the Sandlot kind of a style yeah. movie, that that would be really easy to do. And so I can appreciate that that wasn't something that the writers fell into. Definitely. And I think I, that's something I mentioned as like being a very high point is that the girls were never the joke. Mm-hmm. They just weren't there. <laughs> so the bar is like very low, but they, they kind of cleared one. Yeah, they, they cleared one of them. But didn't, I mean, it wasn't hard. That's like, it was like stepping over a stick on the ground. <laughs> so were those like the lowest rank movies? They were. I graded it? them all as a C minus. Mm. Um, they're all on Disney Plus if you would like to watch it. Uh, yes. Uh, or DVD, which is how I watched them all. I borrowed the box set that my parents had from when I was a kid. This is a very conveniently timed episode then with Disney Plus coming out this week. I know. Um. Sorry. Speaking of Disney Plus, the next movie on the list is also on Disney Plus. Mm. Which, if I had waited like three weeks, I wouldn't have had to pay for, but that's okay. (laughs) Um, Go Figure was number five on the list. Yeah. Um, It just. I'm sure if I was 10, I would be fine with the movie. (laughs) But it's just, I mean, it's not really a hockey movie, I guess. It's more like a coming-of-age movie. The the thing that I remember about that movie, and granted, it's been a long time since I've watched it, is like there's like a standoff between this girl and her mom. At like you know like a parking lot somewhere, and it's like the girl standing up to her mom and being like, "No, I want to live my dreams, not yours." And that's all I remember about it. Yeah, I don't because the any mom, of the hockey at all. That's like the big climax of the whole thing is that like her mom was once a figure skater and like gave all up all of her dreams, presumably to have kids. <laughs> but you're not really quite sure what the timeline is because again, this is a like sixty five minute long movie. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it, it, it's not really a hockey movie. It's a coming-of-age movie. The hockey point parts don't make a ton of sense. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like, she, Kate, base, okay, so the basic plot is, like, Caitlin's this figure skater who, like, wants to be on a Wheaties box, but the only coach <laughs> that can get her there is this Russian coach. <laughs> the whole movie is this ridiculous. So wait, the, so the, the goal the goal is to get on the Wheaties box? 
Yes, that's like how, how the whole movie she? opens. It's something about like wanting to be on a Wheaties box, but oh not. God. And the only way to get there is to be a champion, and the only way to do that is with a Russian. <laughs> and like the Russian is the coach, and the coach calls her Sputnik the whole time. Oh my god! But okay, oh, so she, they- this coach coaches at this elite high boarding high school. That's too expensive for Caitlin's parents. So the figure skating coach convinces the hockey coach to give Caitlin the last scholarship so she can go to this school. But that means she actually has to play hockey and she hasn't ever. Uh Uh-huh. And there's something like strange where her little brother like also plays hockey, but then gives up hockey because Caitlin's playing hockey. It was very weird. Um, Yeah. It just, I mean, at 28, the movie has a lot of plot holes and confusing parts. Yeah, that sounds like a Disney movie. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and, like, she just drove me nuts. She was so annoying. Are you playing with your headphones at all? Uh, no, I'm rubbing my face on my forehead. Okay, maybe that's it. Mm, sorry, I'll sit on my hands. <laughs> it's okay. Um, oh, I bet it's my hoodie it's rubbing up against. Hold on. Mm-hmm. I have, like, a running hoodie on, so it's got, like, more at the neck than anywhere else. Okay. Uh, I'll tip my head to the left. Avoid <laughs> it. Uh, so how were the hockey scenes in this movie? They were fine. I mean, you could definitely tell they were using stunt doubles because they would never show the, the actors' faces <laughs> when they were playing. You know, they were, like, very zoomed out. But they were, like, good hockey scenes. You could tell mm-hmm. they were using people that had played hockey. Yeah. It just wasn't the actors playing, which was fine. But they did mm-hmm. kind of like speed through their development as a hockey team and like Caitlin's development as a hockey player. Was this the movie where like the team hadn't won a game in like three years? Yeah, and then went on to become like to make it to this championships. Yeah. Like, okay. Yeah, that's plausible. It's the rags to riches like kind of storyline that doesn't really make sense, but makes for, you know, a good plot. Yeah. Um, I would definitely categorize this as, like, if you have a family, watch it. Or if you feel like drinking, <laughs> watch it. Don't really uh, care. Take a shot every time you wince. Yeah. Yeah, she's... It was just really... There was, oh, there was a really weird scene. I don't remember. It was in one of their playoff games where they're, like... The players are stretching at the uh, center ice and, like, snarling at each other. <laughs> what so they can be like tougher yeah i don't really know it didn't make a lot of sense how did you rate this movie what was the was the grade it was a c only beating mighty ducks because they were actually girls hockey players for a minute (laughs) my Um, god there are i guess some like good lessons Uh, caitlin asks the hockey team why they hate figure skaters oh because that's one of the main points of the whole movie is that like figure skaters and hockey players don't get along and they call the figure skaters twirl girls, which is a former figure skater I found very annoying. Mm. Um, and the hockey team says they hate figure skaters because uh, they it makes people think that only boys can play hockey and girls have to figure skate. So they don't respect the girls' teams because of that. Mm. Which, like, I get. That's relevant. That's real. That shit's real. Yeah. Um, and then... The other, like, little learning lesson in the movie is that, like, figure skating is, like, obviously an individual 
like a, a mainly individual sport and like a point that the movie really drives home is that like girls are catty and competitive against each other in figure skating mm-hmm. also kind of annoying but then like Caitlin learns that like you can be friends with people and like makes friends on the team yeah it was kind of weird I think she's like four I think she's supposed to be like 14 in the movie okay I guess, like, some of the best figure skaters now are very young. Like, it's a sport where you can achieve a lot at a young age. But, like, this doesn't really seem like it follows, like, a logical progression like that. No, no, there's, it does not follow any logical <sighs> progression at all. Um, yeah, not a lot of logic. That's exactly it. There's not a lot of logical pro- progression in that movie. I see. All right. As someone who, like, takes a lot of umbrage with that, like, will walk out of movie theaters and immediately start listing all of the plot holes where things could have been changed and didn't make sense. I feel like I would, if I watched this movie again, I would not enjoy it. Yeah, you wouldn't enjoy a few of the movies on this list, then. Oh. So, that was the fifth one. What came in at number four? At number four was Hockey Night. Um... It is a 1980s made-for-TV movie from Canada. Uh, Very basic movie. Basically, this girl moves to a hockey-crazed town. There's no girls' team, so she has to try out for the boys' team. Obviously, some people in town don't like that, including the main sponsor of the team, who was sponsored by, like, a lumber yard or something really weird. Yeah. Uh, It was definitely made-for-TV, and it was definitely, like... Just very basic. Um, there weren't a lot of, like, extra plot lines, which was fine. Except for the fact that, like, one of the players on the team who becomes her love interest, kind of, it's, like, slightly hinted that it's her love interest, is supposed to be an NHL phenom. Uh, yeah. My favorite quote from the movie, actually one of my favorite quotes from the movie, is that um, you're supposed to, he was supposed to be in the NHL by 17. What happened? Well, they're younger than that, but that's what he's supposed to be doing. Okay. Uh, And then my other favorite quote from this movie was, uh, she runs away crying from her mom during a fight with her mom, uh, saying, you think Wayne Gretzky plays baseball? (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Uh, Yeah. It wasn't bad. I didn't hate myself while I was watching it. It was just kind of boring. Yeah. But like, we didn't have to skip on it over any of like bad team becomes good stuff. Um, the whole so what, what was like the plot of the movie then? Will she play? I guess. Mm. You know, you ask me that, and I honestly don't know. <laughs> <laughs> That's why this movie is at number four. <laughs> yeah. You know. Was the hockey good? At least. Yeah. I'm just stuck on the fact that I watched a 75 minute long movie and couldn't tell you what like <laughs> like what happened at the end? Like what was the resolution? Oh dear. I think it was just like their season. Yeah, I can imagine why that would be boring then. <laughs> oh, there was probably something about like the league didn't want them to play mm. with a girl. That's I guess, what it yeah. was. The like head of the league didn't want them to play with a girl, so they didn't 
let her. Oh, and then the team was going to like strike, like oh. boycott and set out of a game. But I don't really remember. That's all I kind of. Not a memorable movie. <laughs> no, really not a memorable movie. You can watch it on YouTube. It's 75 minutes long. It's really not that bad. Do you have just, to pay for it or is it free? No, it was free on YouTube. It was just kind of there. Yeah. Um, apparently, I remember very little from it, so. Yeah. Uh, what came in at number three? Number three was the fabulous hockey mob. Before, what? sorry, I don't think I asked you this. What did you, what grade did you give uh, the last one? Oh, hockey night got a B minus. Okay. Um, Hockey Mom also got a B minus. Oh. But for very different reasons. <laughs> this is the movie where the first 70 minutes are terrible, and you just have to get to the last 10 minutes of the movie, like 15, 10 minutes of the movie, and then you're fine. Um, Michelle and I have been watching some hockey games recently on, like, higher speeds to play catch-up sometimes. So, like, at 1.5 or 2 times the speed, is that something that you could do with this movie? Like, just put the first 70 minutes on, like, 2 times speed just to get to the end? Honestly, yeah, because there's so many side plots that don't have any resolution that you, if you watch the first, like, 10 minutes of the movie and the last, like, 10 minutes, the first and the last 10 minutes of the movie, you'd probably know what's going on still. Okay. But, like, so the basic premise is, is this girl, woman, her name is Paula because one of the working titles of the movie was Paula's Power Play. Yeah, can you explain that? This movie has three titles. Yeah, yeah. So if you look it up, you might find a movie called Chicks with Sticks. Um, no, it's just no. Yeah. No. <laughs> uh, I mean, at least we got they ended with Hockey Mom. But so, yeah, I don't really know how that happened. There's a I found an interesting article about it that I linked in the article. Um, but basically it didn't have a name until like the day before it came out, I guess. <laughs> um, you can't market, you can't market a movie without a name. Well, it was a made for TV movie. So they didn't really need to market Still? it. They just like shoved it on Did TV it? and said, cool. Uh, Do you know? Okay. All right. Yeah. I don't know. It was definitely like, this is like a post 1998 movie, but like definitely like, pre-2010 uh so paula is um a former women's hockey player who almost made the olympics which is like kind of a big point of the whole movie is that she's like almost was almost an olympian she's like i don't want to say washed up but like didn't go to the games yeah and you don't really ever i mean you eventually find out why but they don't really ever tell you to it's just really, it's one of the plot holes in the movie. Uh, she lives, she's a single mom. Oh, wait, no, that's why she doesn't go. I think her oh. husband and son get into a car accident and oh, while she's at training camp. And I think her husband dies. Or her <laughs> husband divorces her. What? I think her husband dies. But it doesn't okay. really ever get brought up. Except for the one time. No, oh, no, no, no. He doesn't die. They're divorced. <laughs> Michelle, die. you've taken me through such a, like, a wide roller, <laughs> wild roller coaster of emotions the last like 30 seconds. First, she's washed up. No, wait. Her son and her husband got in a car accident and the husband died. Wait, no, they're divorced now. <laughs> no, they're definitely divorced because at one point the son runs away. 
Oh, jeez. Because she's a single mom who's living with her son, right? Yeah. In the same town that she grew up in, that her mom and her brother live in. Mm-hmm. She plays pickup hockey at this local rink with her brother and a local beer team. And, of course, she, like, skates around all of them, like, skate circles around them. Mm-hmm. And then I think, like, the rival beer league team makes some joke or challenge about how – this is the very first movie I watched, by the way, like, okay, like three or four months ago. So I'm really pulling – I should have grabbed my notebook up where I wrote down all my notes. Um, the, the like, rival beer league team, I think, like, says, oh, girls can't play hockey, blah, blah, blah. And she challenges them to a team against – to a game against all girls mm-hmm. or all women. But then she has to, like, go out and find all of these women to play. Mm-hmm. And then they play. But along the way, there's, like, some really weird side plots. <laughs> like, there's something about money. They're like, it's like a fundraiser or they have to raise enough money to pay for the ice. We couldn't, uh, um, Alini watched this movie with me and we could not figure out what the money was for. (laughs) But we do know at some point the money was stolen. And then they got it back. Well, we're not really sure of that part either. (laughs) Okay. That seems like a pretty important thing (laughs) they should probably have included in the movie, but that's fine. And then um, another side plot was that this one of her son's female classmates' dad starts, like, hitting on her and saying, like, oh, Sarah, who's his daughter, is, like, so impressed by your doing this. Like, she wants to play hockey. But we never once see Sarah. Uh. Never once. (laughs) Um, That's a side part that could have turned into, like, an actually compelling part of the story. Yeah. Yeah. That there's – Yeah. Maybe Sarah plays and her dad is on the other team and something happens. I don't know. We can write. Um, let's rewrite this movie. Yeah, her dad's the goalie and Sarah gets a penalty shot and scores on well, her Sarah's dad. Sarah's a kid. Ooh. Sarah's in like fourth grade. Oh, well, Sarah's older <laughs> in this rewrite. She's in high school. Um, yeah. I mean, generally, I remember the writing in this movie being really bad. Mm. And like, this seems to be a trend. <laughs> yeah, but the hockey scenes were good. We... Didn't have to, like, skip over a lot of the, like, once again, like, rags to riches kind of thing. Like, shitty team to all of a sudden becomes really, really good with, like, literally no warning. Mm. Uh, Just the side plot was so weird. There's also a mention of an actual women's hockey team. What what team? I guess it's no longer an actual women's hockey team. Sorry. Oh, Uh, no. It, they mentioned the very first iteration of the Calgary Inferno. Ah, oh, that's sick. The like team, like Team Alberta. No, weren't they the Honey Badgers before that? Oh my God, yes, I forgot. We have talked about this on the show I before. Because <laughs> one of the players, maybe it was the goalie. Oh, there was a weird thing where the goalie was like addicted to drugs and like homeless. Oh my God, I don't real. That was another side plot that just kind of like got glossed over. Who wrote this? I don't know. <laughs> Oh um, but I think that goalie was getting, like, recruited because the team wanted to go professional, but I don't know what that meant. Oh, my God. They just kept saying that. Um, all wow. in all, super weird. I bought it for, like, 10 bucks on Amazon. Don't regret buying it at all, honestly, because it so was it, that weird. 
So it ends well. Because I'm just, I'm listening to you talk about this. I'm like, how did this movie get third on this list? <laughs> oh, the end, the end is really good. However, the end is spoiled by the DVD case. <gasps> no. Yeah. I mean, granted, how do you think it ends? Like, They win. Well, yeah, yeah which is shown on the DVD case. Uh, that, I mean, I feel like that's kind of a given. Like, I wouldn't want to watch 70 minutes for the team to lose, you know? That's true. Oh, I guess I wrote, I guess I researched it. The movie was released in 2010. Oh, wow. That's sooner than I thought. Yeah. That was only nine years ago. It feels like, I mean, I guess it was probably made in like 2007, 2008. Yeah. So that, it feels like 2007, 2008, honestly. Um, but I also wrote like going along with the idea that like, how was women's hockey represented in the movie? I mean, the thing, excuse me, the, the whole plot of the movie was that women's hockey is a joke, but it was never like made a joke beyond that being the plot, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and it also like holds a lot of the same truths. I, I guess not truths, but like a lot of the things they talk about still ring true today. Like having trouble with funding, having trouble with marketing, playing for mm. the youth, um, that kind of thing. So for that, it's, it, it's, I think that might've been why I recommended it is that even though the writing sucks and I definitely rec recommend watching it with a group of people, like a group of women's hockey fans that know it and can like kind of laugh with you about it. Mm. It was pretty rough otherwise. Yeah. Well, okay. Yeah. But if you have the Amazon Prime, I got mine for like less than $10 and it showed up like the next day. So. That's, okay. All right. Yeah. What was the final grade that you gave it? A B? A B. Minus. A B minus. B minus. That's right. Because I got the same one as um, Hockey Night. Yeah. So what came in second? Uh, Inside Out. And this Inside. was the movie that you did not watch. I did not watch it. I did not need to go on the emotional roller coaster. I actually haven't watched it since the first time I saw it in theaters, and it's so ingrained in my mind <laughs> that I feel like I've seen it a thousand times. So what is this movie about for people who have not seen it? Uh, if you have not seen it, it's a Disney Pixar animated film um, that takes place in the mind of Riley, who's an 11-year-old. Um, she's from Minnesota. She plays hockey. Uh, and then her family moves to San Francisco for one of her parents' works or both of her parents' works. But it's like a major change for her, obviously. Um, mm. And Riley isn't even, I guess, the, I guess Riley is the main character, but she isn't at the same time. Because mm -hmm. um, the main characters are like the five main emotions that someone might feel. Um, sadness, anger. Disgust. Disgust. Happiness. And like one that's afraid all the time? Fear? Oh yeah, fear. Um. And, like, generally, Riley is a happy person. So, like, happiness kind of runs her whole head and runs, mm -hmm. like, the factory inside of it. Blah, blah, blah. It's a very sad movie. I, well, yeah, I guess it's a sad no, movie. It's, it's a very emotional movie. Yeah. It's, a movie about, it's a movie literally about emotions. So there are a lot of feels throughout the whole thing. Yeah. But it's on this list because Riley is a hockey player. Um, and hockey really, like, is part of her core memories which is a big part of the movie too. Um, mm -hmm. And hockey being a core memory is something that's like reshaped throughout the film as well. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, I gave it a B. I like the movie. It doesn't really show girls or women girls hockey that well because like it's not really about the like physical world you exist in. It's more about mm-hmm. like your emotional feels. It's not like and it's not even like her emotions as she's going through like a hockey related thing. Yeah. Like it's just hockey is like a part of Riley and so it's kind of just tangentially related to the real plot of the movie. Yeah. But I included it because a lot of people think of like when you think of like girls hockey players in movies like you think of Riley and like hockey is such a huge part of her identity mm-hmm. even though it's not really shown in the movie like you said um, that it's still to me warranted a place on the list. Absolutely and like I remember before it came out like when the first trailer came out hockey Twitter was like losing oh, its yeah. mind because they were like it's a girl hockey player that's the main character like we were super pumped. Yeah. So it's still really cool that that is at least a part of it, even if it's not the main thing. Yeah. Um, just have, like, some tissues nearby if you want to watch it. Like a whole box of tissues. Yeah. And, like, if you don't want to cry in front of people, like, maybe don't watch it with anybody else. But it is on Disney+. Plus. I swear I don't work for Disney. I think th- I think we need to call them and see if they'll sponsor us now. We've mentioned them, like, at least five times. Um. We do have a uh, sponsored link for ESPN Plus if you download the Disney bundle. If you want to do the Disney bundle and you want to use our affiliate link for it. We do. Yeah, we do. It's a new thing. Cool. I know. Okay. So if you sign up for ESPN Plus, use our link and we get money. What's, can we put our link in the description of this episode? We can. Okay, we're going to do that. I'll also put the disclaimer statement that I have to put with it every time. Okay, we'll do that too. <laughs> um, that was our little side. A little plug. It's a little uh, get so bread aside. Hmm? It's a little get bread aside. <laughs> Let's get that bread. Uh, sorry, what were you saying? I was going to say, so what's number one? Inside number, number one two. is the Korean film Take Off 2. It is called Take Off 2 because it is a uh, sequel to a movie about a ski jump team. Don't know why they didn't make a new name for it. <laughs> Because, let me tell you, Takeoff 2 has nothing to do with the movie. Like, nothing. Uh, but it's it's one of those, like, inspired by a true life stories um, about the South Korean women's hockey team. Mm-hmm. Um, the whole, basically, like, it goes all, like, so back when um, South Korea got the Olympic Games, it goes all the way back to the beginning of... Um, South Korea wanting to put together a hockey team to be able to compete in the games as the home team. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it goes back pretty far to like the first tournament that team played in. Um, I think it's like the Asian games, the pan Asian games um, in, I don't even know when. Uh, so that was like super cool because I didn't realize that while I was watching it until the very end when it like tells you that maybe because I, the subtitles didn't work for the first three minutes of the movie. So that might've said that at some point, but I couldn't (sighs) get the subtitles to turn on. uh, So I missed a little bit of it, but honestly it was really, really, really good. Uh, I wrote that it's one part, a league of their own and one part mighty ducks, but in a good way, Mm -hmm. Um, you know, they've got kind of like a deadbeat, disgraced coach um i think he's a former player but he doesn't really do anything like at the beginning you just see him getting drunk a lot um, oh 
the team is kind of like hastily thrown together of just like a bunch of ragtag players. Uh, and the turning point for the whole movie is a never trust a fart scene. <laughs> yeah, no lie. That's actually how it happens. Um, but I mean, you can kind of guess where it goes. Like this ragtag team comes together, becomes a real team. They like have this like quote unquote tryout or like first practice. And like one of the players brings, brings baked goods to like make friends with her other, (laughs) with her new teammates. And I had never more closely identified to a movie characters, that person. That's a big mood. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it was, it was good. I like, I enjoyed sitting through it. Um, there's, it's, it's well-rounded because I think it was like a, like a Hollywood movie, um, just in Korea, it's just in South Korea. Uh, there were definitely parts that like being American, you don't really understand, um, in that one of the star players is a North Korean defector. Mm. And like, that's a pretty big tension with how she like gels with the team being all South Korean nationals being South Koreans, I guess. Um, And like her story plays a pretty big part too, because you eventually find out that she had to leave her younger, her older sister, her younger sister. She had to leave her sister in North Korea um, Mm -hmm. because of like something she did. And then of course they get to the Asian games and guess who's playing for North Korea. Her sister. Yeah. So that was that was a lot, and like I guess you don't. I guess if you want, you can relate to the like sibling issues there. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But it also just kind of like maybe as an American didn't like resonate quite as closely. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Uh, But it was it was good. I gave it an A. I apologize because the streaming site it was on, which I did have to pay for, has since geo-blocked the U.S. So, oh, no. Sorry about that, guys. So there's, like, not really a way to watch it now? Uh, not that I could find. Oh, I mean, God. I think you can watch the trailer on YouTube a few times if you want, but I don't think you're going to have the same effect. That sucks. If you watched the whole movie. Um Yeah, I was going to say, this is the one movie that I think you reviewed that I was really... Oh, wait, it might be on Prime. Oh? No. uh, Oh, yeah, it's on... It's on Amazon Prime Video called Runoff. Excellent. But if you Google Takeoff 2, it pops up. Okay. Um, It was... Yeah, it was really good. I definitely cried at the end. Um, It sounds excellent. Yeah, I would highly recommend it. Uh, it is probably a little, it is made for, I mean, not, not made for TV. It is, um, based on a true story. So it definitely is a little embellished, but you talked to that guy that wrote that book. Seth Berkman, (laughs) uh, who wrote A Team of Their Own, which is about the South Korean, the, the most recent iteration of the Korean Olympic team. And the uh, a few little excerpts I've read from it, 
there are actually true parts of this movie are actually based very closely to the parts that I read about in Seth's book. So when was this, when was this movie made? Uh, 2009. Oh, okay. Wait, 2016. Oh shit. So it's really new. Yes. Okay. But it was South Korean. So we didn't hear about it here. (laughs) Fair. Um, I don't think any of the players' names stay the same, mm-hmm. but I, I, there are players that when I read a, um, when I read parts of Seth's book, was able to connect back to the movie. Okay, uh, it was very good though. That's really neat. Yeah, that's probably the one movie on this list that I think I would definitely pay to watch. I'll lend you Hockey Mom. I really want you to watch it. That's the 70 minutes redeemed by the last 10 to 15? Yeah. Okay. I'm like, in, I'm like intrigued enough to want to see how this ends. <laughs> I, I mean, yeah. I mean, we, I know essentially how it's going yeah. to end, but I want to I see it. Um, I'll give it to you this weekend. Okay, cool. Just remind me, because I've had something for Alini for eight weeks that I haven't, like, more than eight <laughs> weeks for a while that I haven't given to her. Okay. Um, is there anything else about this whole experience that you want to share with our listeners before we wrap things up? Yeah, that more women's hockey needs to be in movies. Um, I'm writing something about that now. Well, not right now while we're speaking, but like, <laughs> while we're on the air. Yeah, it's actually being, it's a live article. I don't know, whatever. <laughs> that was dumb. Uh, I guess. Just that there needs to be more movies made with women's hockey players. And I think like we're in a really great time to do that with so many like, like, I keep trying to say made for TV when I mean, um, like Miracle was and like Take Off 2 was uh, based in, uh, based on a true story. Yes. Thank you. You're welcome. (laughs) We have so many good stories right now that could be like based on true story, um, you know, I think of like the 2017 boycott the, mm-hmm. um, and how they won Worlds right after that or even going all the way to how they won the Olympics right at, um, that next year. I think for Team Canada, like the two goals and the however many seconds with Marie-Philippe Poulin to come back and win as much yeah. as that breaks my heart as a USA fan. And then also like um, when Sweden won a silver medal in 2006, mm-hmm. that would be a really good story. That'd be quite the plot twist too that they don't end up winning the gold. Yeah, what? <laughs> You know, we're sitting like, obviously they win, and they'd be like, whoa, what if they didn't win? Well, it's kind of like Miracle, they'd have to do it like Miracle, where they show, like, the the game that gets them into the finals, and then, like, there's just, like, a little, like, footnote at the end, like, Sweden won silver, blah, 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 and then it tells about what all the players did after the fact. (laughs) P.S. They didn't win the gold. Uh, Yeah, that's one that I hadn't even thought of, but Mm -hmm. there's just so many stories right now that I think are ripe for a Hollywood-esque movie um, that I would love to see made or even like disney plus is rebooting the mighty ducks as a tv series oh my god um and i'd love to see them reboot it as a women's a girls hockey tv series Um, i'd be all that might that might get me to buy disney plus if anyone who works for disney is listening (laughs) (laughs) definitely we have disney plus execs listening to this um but yeah i just think like it's important to show those things in pop culture too um, and to be having conversations about where 
girls and women's hockey is showcased in pop culture. Mm-hmm, definitely. And yeah, definitely check them out if you're really bored over the holidays. <laughs> my goal, my initial goal was to have this so you could watch all eight before the season started. Clearly that didn't work. So I did them during the, t- I tried to finish it for the two week um, mm. uh, NWHL force four nations break. But and we I have like, really know if that worked either. Thanksgiving and the holidays are coming yeah. up. So if you have some free time, you're just lounging around and you want to watch some hockey movies, women's hockey movies, here are some options for you. <laughs> um, Michelle, where can we find you on Twitter? At Michelle underscore J-A-O-I-3. Where can we find you on Twitter? You can find me at Hannah underscore Beavis1, B-E-V-I-S. Um, if you have questions that you want us to ask on future episodes, you can tweet them at Michelle and I using the hashtag Top Shelf Mailbag. Um, same with any trivia questions or star bench cuts you want us to do. Um, if you can talk about the show to your friends, try and get somebody else to listen. If you're on iTunes, you can rate and review us. That really helps the show. Um, and we will talk to you next week. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.